Hi and welcome to How to Adult with Joy, a podcast about adulting and the different milestones that we might go through to becoming an adult and all the challenges that comes. Thank you for joining and please remember to subscribe and follow this podcast. Hello, I'm back after four days. Um, yeah, so I have a lot of free time now, like, uh, because I haven't been going out to badminton. So that's like three days a week that I'm not going out. So I'm spending a lot of time at home. Um, I'm so glad that I bought on Temu, the app, uh, not sponsored, um, this painting by numbers. So I started uh, probably while my mum was in Melbourne. So um, I was like, oh yeah, I'm having surgery. I probably won't be going out as much. So I started painting it during the week that my mum was here. She's gone now. Um, and yeah, it's taking a long time, but you know, life is, as my GP said, life is all about the journey um, and not about the destination. And you got to enjoy the journey. So there's a lot of, lot of like small numbers. Like I bought a sunset. So, and I thought like, oh, this should be like simple. Yeah. But nah, man, um, there are so many tiny little numbers and my eyes are like squinting and I'm probably going blind from trying to work out what number is what. And when I get lazy, I just paint over the numbers and whatever color. I just, you know, like, okay, fast and loose. Uh, it's my first time I've ever done a painting by numbers. When I was in high school, which, which was the last time that I painted, I've always painted without numbers. So I, I'm fascinated that you can get uh, one of those paintings that's already got all those numbers there. And like, all you have to do is match the number with the color. It's so simple, yet so good. Because if you were left to your own devices to paint from a silhouette, I don't think it would look as nice. Because I'm... Um, yeah, they must have generated from a computer or some shit and matched it with colors. And I was just having the idea, like, wouldn't it be cool if, like, we could paint in numbers, um, like a photo? Like, I'm just thinking about birthday gifts because I'm heading to Adelaide next Saturday. And because I don't go back as much, I think I have to bring a lot of gifts with me. So I think I need to go shopping this Saturday and shop for people's birthday presents in my family of five so that I can effectively give birthday gifts early in my trip this um June so I'm probably planning to just go back like June and like Christmas if I don't have to work Christmas um yeah because I am broke and yeah, and I don't have any credit card points left because I cannot get approved for another one because apparently I have a very bad credit score right now. Um, probably because I'm taking on this massive loan for this house on my own. So I applied for another credit card hoping to get their bonus points and shit and then it was rejected. So instead I just have stuck with my current card and there's a huge fee that I had to pay. But I can't get any other credit cards and I'm too lazy to change everything to my debit card because, um, I don't know, it's just, once you get into the habit of using credit card, it's so hard to go back to a debit card because even though you can still tap and pay with a debit card, 
I always have to keep put money, keep having to move money into my um, account that I use for the card because I never want to put too much in there because otherwise I'll spend it all. But then it's also so annoying to like have it decline and then you have to go and try to log in your phone. My phone doesn't work all the time and like it's super laggy. It's probably time for a new phone to be honest. Um, it's like no space on there and my internet oh the internet's probably like my internet providers like my mobile sim card's fault for not working but i don't know it doesn't always work and then it's just annoying so it's so much easier but also a trap to pay with your credit card because you can always like you can use it as a way of how to say cash flow like for example i have like a thousand five hundred dollar I had a $1,500 debt on my card um, and I wasn't, I've only got like 400 in my spending account and I was like, well, if I didn't have the credit card, I wouldn't have been able to pay for my surgery on Tuesday without having to move my like progress saver accounts, you know, the ones where you can get interest. But if you move it, you lose the bonus interest. So um, the credit card helps me to retain like not make me move my savings accounts um but at the same time i have to pay like a 240 dollar fee just for the card each year and i can't remember if i had to pay for the Qantas club yes yeah, so i have a Qantas frequent flyer card and i got it last year because you can get a bonus amount of points when you join up but i have used up all my points unfortunately on domestic flights so i can't even go international um and yeah so i tried to apply for a Qantas premium black card or something and they rejected me because they don't think i can pay it off which is true i mean i think i could but i guess because i hadn't cancelled my current credit card it didn't make sense to apply for another one and it was with the same bank so they can see that i already have a credit card but I was planning to cancel it if I got into the other one. But anyway, so it's been one week and two days since my ear surgery last Tuesday. Um, I finally went to my follow-up appointment yesterday, had a day off, went to see the surgeon again, and he was in a different area this time. I kind of got lost um, and went to the wrong place, and I thought I was late. But it turns out I was like 30 minutes early and, I, and when I finally went to the right place. So it's a good thing to like to trick yourself. I didn't even trick myself on purpose. Um, it was just by accident. I fought the appointment was at 11. It was actually at 11.45. It was good because otherwise I would have been like so late, like 10 minutes or more late if my appointment was actually at 11 um yeah so they basically just ripped off my bandages it was one of the most painful things like um at least with the injections that i get into my ear like it hurts for a short time but it's over but like the nurse that was ripping off my bandages was trying to be really gentle so she was like slowly ripping them off but it was like torture and then the doctor came and there was some part that she couldn't get off and the doctor came and just yanked it off. And I was like, fuck, that hurt. But at least it's off. Um, and those bandages have been on my ear ever since the surgery. So they were explaining to me that the bandages are helping to heal, for promote healing and stop bleeding. And yeah, 
um, and to help prevent infection. I kept thinking that I was I had an infection all week because uh, I don't know I've just been having fevers and night sweats uh, like most nights and I have the fan on now because I feel like the humidifier helps keep down the temperature in the room. Um, I know it's like freezing cold, but when I sleep, I don't know why. Like in the middle of the night, I can wake I wake up drenched in sweat, and I'm just like not sure what it's caused by. I mean, there's many causes that it could happen. I guess like infections, like fever, um, medications that you're on, like antidepressants, um, and what else? Um, yeah, so I asked my GP about it because I saw him after I went to the surgeon and I asked about it. I was like, it's kind of like affecting my sleep because every time I wake up, drench your sweat. It's like not nice. Um, and I have to wash the sheets get all the time. Um, yeah, it's just annoying. Um, I have no idea why, but he, cause he said, and I asked him and he said, oh, it could be like, you know, cancer. It could be um, like thyroid issues, like having a high level of a thyroid hormone can lead you to have night sweats. I mean, like, if I was older, it could be menopause, but I don't think I have, I don't know, maybe, am I going through menopause at age 32? Um, yeah, or it could be, like, a, I was thinking, like, today, maybe it's a UTI, <laughs> like, a urinary tract infection, I don't know, because I was like, oh, when I go to the toilet and I wipe, it hurts, but then that's, that's, not, that's not really like UTIs are normally when you pee it's painful so I don't know I don't know why it's happening but I've taken off my weighted blanket and I've only got two layers now I always wear shorts and t-shirts to sleep so it's not like I'm wearing a lot of like thick pajamas and I've turned off the heater earlier in the night even though it's cold I used to turn it on and then turn it off right before I slept so now I've stopped that because I do not like the feeling of being drenched in sweat and then lying in it because I'm too cold to get out of bed and I also hate washing my bed sheets every two days it just takes forever to dry like I have a dryer but it is slow and it will probably take a lot of electricity so what I did was just put it in the dryer for like two cycles it's still not dry and then I hang it out on my indoor washing line because I don't use the outside one because there's so many spiders um so anyway yesterday I actually had a whole day of sick leave um pre-planned because I have a certificate from the surgeon um but actually I was actually sick the whole time like I had another migraine attack um I think because on Tuesday, I was preparing everything for Wednesday and Thursday because I um, was trying to do Thursdays um, because apparently there wasn't anyone to cover me because of the late notice. Um, I didn't know I had to go back after a week, honestly. I don't think it was told to me like when I had the surgery. They said a lot of things and I forgot uh, or they never told me. Um, anyway, so I didn't know I had to go back after a week for dressings. So it was last minute I had to take time off work. Um, yeah, so kudos to my workplace for letting me take time off. Um, but yeah, there's no one to cover, so I had to sort of 
prepare everything that might happen on Wednesday in advance. So I was really, really stressed all day, like just trying to prepare so many discharges. So I prepared and gave out like two discharges on Tuesday essentially, so that the Wednesday person covering didn't have to do it. Um, and then I was trying to prepare for Thursday's discharges too, but um, yeah, it's not around time because so many distractors to prepare. Um, so yeah, it's actually very stressful when you have a day off and when you're working in rehab because patients are long stay and very hard to cover because you don't know the patient. And I feel like this is probably the first time maybe um, that I feel like I really know my patients. Sort of, like, I feel like, normally I don't know who, what bed numbers are, but like, yeah. I mean, I'm not an expert. Or an agent. Oops. Check my phone, sorry. Um, yeah, because you spend a lot of time, like, going through all the medications and when you do the admission. Um, so you really, really do get to sort of know why. They came in and like what meds they're on if i did that mission like if i didn't do the mission i probably don't know it as well um but yeah it's yeah an interesting place like i think i've come a long way since i started in march two months ago um still very stressful sometimes because there's a lot of work to do but i guess i'm maybe a little bit more confident in it um yeah what else is happening so yep got the ear so there was actually a lot uh back to the ear thing there's actually a lot of pain after the surgery like i can't remember like how it felt like i think almost nine years ago i had the surgery last time like a similar surgery to remove the keloid um yeah i felt like it hurt a lot more maybe because i'm older like pain just uh, I felt like it was just throbbing all the time. I was taking Panadol all the time. But GP seems to think that because I took Panadol a lot, that that can cause the night sweats. But I don't know how that works. He's like, oh, maybe your body's over overcompensating by... Because after you take Panadol, your body's cooled down. And then after it wears off, it... Like, overheats and makes you sweat. I don't really get it, but... It's a theory. Um, so I've stopped taking the pain medications um, to see how I go. So um, surprisingly, I think the ear pain has improved since the bandages have been taken off, which is so bizarre. Um, and I finally was able to take a sh uh, wash my hair after like eight days almost of not washing my hair. So I hadn't washed my hair since Monday last week and I finally washed it Wednesday. So yeah, that's a freaking long time to not have washed your hair and have so much grease on there, like oil and shit. It was like the best moment of my life. I feel so much more confident and so much better and lighter without with clean hair. Whenever I have greasy oily hair, I just feel disgusted at myself. Like I can't even look myself in the mirror. I just feel like, oh, my hair is gross. I feel disgusting and there's nothing I can do about it because I couldn't get my bandages wet. Um, so yeah, um, apparently I can't go back to full exercise yet. Um, so I'm still trying to do like seven, at least 7,000 steps a day. 
Uh, but I have not gone back to badminton. I'm kind of scared because uh, if someone accidentally hits me on my ear, it could be quite painful. I still have this. I have dissolvable stitches in my ear, so um, apparently they take up to three weeks to dissolve. So um, I don't really don't want them to be bumped or displaced. So I'm just gonna take it easy. Um, just do at home exercises, gentle exercise, but not nothing too strenuous. Because I'm really, really scared to hurt my ear and then cause the kilo to come back again. Um, so yeah, the healing process, I think, is very important. Uh, especially at the start. And I have to see him back in six weeks to see if I need another steroid injection. So yeah, this starts my journey of the six weekly appointments all over again. I remember doing this a lot in my intern year. Um, having to leave early just so that I could get there. Um, to the appointments on time. Fun days. So, um, yeah, that's all that's new in my life. Haven't really got any exciting news for you guys. Um, oh, yes, I'm going to go to LA for two weeks. So, yeah, that shall be fun. Um, like I said, I haven't been back all year. This is my first visit. Um, yeah, some of my friends that I told that I'm going back to Adelaide, they were like, oh, again, you're always going back there. But, you know, I haven't been. The last time I was there was over Christmas, and it was like less than four days that I was there. So, yeah, exciting times. Um, can't wait to see my nephew niece. I just recently saw my mum. So, yeah, we could do. And well, I saw my sister in February in Perth. But I haven't seen my dad and my brother for like six months. So yeah, it's been a while. Um, so yeah, one more week of work next week. Oh, working this Sunday too. So so, including tomorrow, which is Friday, there is seven days more work of work to go. Then I'll leave on the Saturday. So yeah, I really need to start packing because um, I'm going for two weeks. Might have to actually bring a proper suitcase and whatever gifts I'm bringing along. So, and apparently one of my sister's uh, auntie-in-law wants me to bring stuff. Hopefully it's not too much stuff to bring down later. Um, anyway, so I'm going to leave it here. I'll probably try to do another podcast before I go to Adelaide. Because when I go to Adelaide, it'll probably be weird. For me to record podcasts because they'll think I'm talking to myself. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of How to Adult with Joy. Please make sure to subscribe to this podcast and give us a five star review. Thank you.